Okay, hello. Welcome to Censored News. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I'm going to start with a quick video. Listen to this. My name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. I am the daughter of the King, the one true living God, the Alpha, the Omega, our Father in Heaven, and I am a forgiven sinner, washed in the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, so that was Marjorie Taylor Greene. That was back in February at America First Pack. Um, <clears throat> this was Liz Cheney's response to that. As Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Rep. Paul Gosar speak at this white supremacist, anti-Semitic, pro-Putin event, silence by Republican Party leaders is uh, is defining and enabling. All Americans should renounce this garbage and reject Putin. The Putin wing of the GOP now. That's kind of funny. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and every single, I mean, they were literally chanting Christ is King. And Liz Cheney has a problem with that. And if that tells you anything, uh, <laughs> these people are evil. Liz Cheney is evil. Uh, she's not a Republican. She's not a conservative. She's not a Christian. She's an evil, evil rhino. Um, anyways, I, I shared that. I think that's funny. I would like to know what Liz Cheney's thinking about today because just a little bit ago, we had breaking news, um, that the attempt to keep Marjorie Taylor Greene off the ballot failed. Uh, a judge ruled, <laughs> ruled that she qualifies for reelection. I would love to see Liz Cheney's reaction to that because Liz Cheney knows come November, she's gone. Liz, your days are numbered. You and every other rhino are, are gone. And I just, I would love to see her reaction. I wonder if she's posted on Twitter about it. Um, but anyways, let's read this for a second. On Friday afternoon, a Georgia judge ruled that Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene's name can run for re-election after her eligibility was challenged for allegedly engaging in the January 6th protest. It says riot, but we're going to call it a protest because it wasn't a riot um, at the Capitol building. Um, according to the Associated Press, State Administrative Law Judge Charles uh, Bedra announced that Green is eligible to run for a re-election, rejecting allegations brought forth by the group of um, voters. So it was a bunch of far-left losers and rhinos um, that, uh, you know, that know they're not going to win, know they have no chance of winning, um, and... They tried to, uh, and they're not just doing it to her. They're doing it to um, other American first um, candidates across the country. Um, look at Arizona. Look at Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania. There's a lot of them that's going on right now, uh, and they're all winning um, because they know they're doing this because they know they can't win this November. The rhinos see the writing on the wall. The Democrats see the writing on the wall. That's why they're whipping people up into a frenzy about abortion. Look at what they're doing. Yet the other day, they started, they were attacking the night of, I mean, does anybody else think it's weird that the night that it was leaked, um, people, these protesters, they're rioters, they're traitors, they're insurrectionists, they had within 20 minutes, they had hundreds of people in front of the Supreme Court 
with signs already pre-made, already, already protesting and rioting. Strange, right? It seems like this was all a coordinated attack on the Supreme Court and on America because they know they're win they know they're losing and they know they have no chance in November. So what do they have to do? What what we saw in 2020 is going to be a walk in a park compared to what these people are planning. I mean, look what they've already done. So you have um, Roots. It's a group called Roots Sent Us. Um, it's a group named after that evil witch, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, and Ruth Sent Us, um, and they are rioting. They're forming riots across America right now. They call them protests, but the riots. And look what they're doing. They announced two things that they're going to be doing. On Mother's Day, what they will be doing is they're going to be attacking churches across America. So they said they said they're going to quote unquote protest and attack pro-life churches, right? And that's what they're going to do on Mother's Day. Sounds like an insurrection to me. Sounds like a riot to me. Sounds like whatever. Who cares what it sounds like? Protect yourself. Um, second thing that they said they're going to do is. Uh, they leaked um, not only did they leak the the draft but they also leaked the home addresses of every conservative judge on the bench right now so now they're going to start rioting at their houses and we're already seeing reports come in of their homes being vandalized of people rioting and screaming at their family and their kids their grandkids their spouses they are literally attacking these people like, how is that okay? And what did the White House have to say about it? Oh, they're just passionate. What? Imagine if Trump was in the White House right now and a bunch of his supporters started attacking liberal judges, going to their homes, leaking their personal addresses, vandalizing their homes, attacking Satan, Satan, satanic churches. Uh-huh. And when Trump is asked about it, if he said, oh, they're just passionate. Imagine the riots that would break out from that. Imagine how the media would react to that. Just imagine. Now, let's look at what's happening now in real life because it's Biden who is coordinating this. I'm not him, but his administration and his handlers. They're the ones coordinating these riots. They're the ones coordinating these, uh, these leaks, these doxing of people's information. They're coordinating it. And the only thing they have to say about it is, oh, they're just passionate. These are peaceful protests. They're passionate. Yeah, like 2020, summer of 2020 was peaceful, right? Gosh, don't let anybody else ever tell you anything about January 6th. January 6th was a peaceful protest. The only people that died on January 6th were Trump supporters. They try and tell you, oh, police were murdered on January 6th. No, they weren't. Look at every single police officer who died on January 6th. They didn't die on January 6th. They died after January 6th. One guy that died actually had a heart attack. It wasn't, he wasn't attacked. And guess who was out helping him on January 6th when he had a heart attack? Trump supporters. Who was trying to get him medical attention? Trump supporters. Look at that. Now look at all the videos being um, released around January 6th. You have you have a ton of um, ton of videos coming out um, of January 6th showing police officers allowing opening doors. The Capitol Police were actually letting people in. You know, they were saying, yeah, 
you have every right to be in here. Come on in here. They were actually telling the protesters, you have every right to be in the Capitol building. Come in. And they were unlocking the doors, opening them, and actually inviting them in. Look at that. Look at those videos. Look at the video of Ashley Babbitt being murdered. She was murdered by a far-left lunatic. Crazy. Murdered in cold blood. She, there was absolutely no reason to shoot her point blank and murder her. And absolutely nothing has been done to the man who, who murdered her. Look at all these videos that are coming out. It's proving more and more that January 6th was not a riot. I mean, we already knew that it wasn't a riot, but look, the proof is there. It's undeniable. It's unrefutable, irrefutable, irrefutable. Sorry, I can't talk today. Uh, that there was no riot. That it's made up. You want to talk about the ministry of truth that Biden's starting? Biden is the number one. Him and his administration and the left and the rhinos. They are the number one. Rand Paul said it best. They are the number one perpetrators of fake news. They're the number one perpetrators of disinformation. You know what? Let's actually pull up the video of Rand Paul grilling them about this. Listen to this. No idea what disinformation is. And I don't think the government's capable of it. You know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The U.S. government. Are you familiar with McNamara? The Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? You're familiar with Iran. Think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We put them out by debating them. They work with government being We've got nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine, you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation? Do you think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with Philadelphia. Yep, there it is. Rand Paul said it best. And that was actually while he was grilling uh, Menorcas. Um, I mean, yeah, they want to be the arbitrators of truth, but yet they're the ones that have been straight up lying the last six years, actually for decades. But let's just go with the last six years. Well, we'll start with 2015. They have been the number one perpetrators of disinformation and i don't even like calling it disinformation because it's not dis disinformation applies that at least some of the information might be correct but it's maybe spun the wrong way or there's a little bit that's wrong with it you know it it, it implies that there's some information there what they're doing isn't that what they're doing is straight up lying they're making up their own information look at the steel dossier all made up we know it now. Well, I mean, we knew it before, but we know it now. There's proof there. Still the OCA. Fake news. Literally, it was a lie from the beginning. John McCain did it. He's the one who handed it off. And I think we're about to see Durham really nail into that. But that was a lie. Um, the Russian collusion of 2016 was a lie. Um, uh, the quid pro quo was a lie. Uh, Trump working with Putin was a lie. Trump's trying to start World War III was a lie. Trump, uh, everything they said about Trump turns out to be a lie. Isn't that strange that the lies only go one way? Kind of weird, if you ask me. But everything they've done, everything they said was a lie. 
hydrochloroquine, a lie. They said they said they said that's horse medicine. Oh, that's horse. Funny thing about that is they attacked that and said it was horse medicine, said you shouldn't take it. But yet they turn around now and they're actually telling people to go and get this other horse medicine for their abortions to induce abortions. They said you can get it from your local vet. Uh, I'll actually find that um, and we'll, I'll actually find that medicine and we'll talk about it on the next podcast. But isn't that weird? Hydrochloroquine, um, the other one, uh, whatever it was called, they said it was, they said it was uh, misinformation. They said it will kill you. But yet now it's actually coming out that both of those are very, very successful in fighting the China virus. Hmm. Uh, they said the uh, vaccines were safe and effective. They said if you don't take it, you're a traitor to the country. You hate people around you. If you don't get vaccinated, if you don't vaccinate your newborn child, you hate your country, you hate your neighbors, and you're a traitor to this country. That's what they said. They said that. Look at Joy Reid. She says that. Everybody on CNN says that. Anderson Cooper said it. Look at them. They're the one. They said that. And now it comes out that they're actually, the FDA came out and halted the emergency use for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because it's causing blood clots. Remember when we said it's causing blood clots and it's killing people. They said it was misinformation. They said it was a lie. They said that, no, it's not causing blood clots. That's crazy. It's totally safe. But yet, what came out today? Came out today, J&J's jab is causing blood clots. Crazy. Absolutely nuts. Can you believe this? I mean, these people are the number one perpetrators uh, you know, of, of lies, of disinformation. And now they want to be the arbitrators of truth, you know, and they did this because they're losing their hold on social media and they're losing their hold on the country. They know what's happening in November. They know they're done. They know that we're coming back and we're coming back with a vengeance and they're scared. They have, they don't know what to do. Abortion isn't working. You know, getting people riled up isn't working. Their messaging isn't working, you know, they try and blame Putin for gas prices. That's not working. They try and blame Putin for inflation. That's not working. I mean, basically, I mean, they've been blaming Russia for everything the last six years. So why stop now? Everything they're doing, you know, it, it's not working. Look at the war in Ukraine. Wouldn't have happened under Trump. You know why? Because there's peace through strength. People know there's there, there's nobody in the White House right now. The White House is vacant, vacant and the entire world knows it. They know Joe Biden is not there. They know he's a walking corpse. He's not there. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and he doesn't know where he's at most of the time. The world sees that. Look what's happening. Look what's happening at Taiwan. China's coming for Taiwan. Look at it. Look what's going on. China's coming for Taiwan. And then look what the United States did. Ty Taiwan's pulling out of deals um, to buy um, uh, defensive uh, weapons, uh, um, Defensive weapons, defensive uh, tanks, and um, submarines. They're pulling out because now America's trying to change the deal. Now that Biden and his team's in, they're, they're changing the deal and making it so expensive, Taiwan can't buy anything from the United States. And they said that. They said it's too expensive. We can't afford that. They're literally setting up for another world war, a world war. They're trying to invoke World War III. They're doing it in Ukraine, and they're doing it in Taiwan, and nobody's paying attention to Taiwan because of Ukraine and because of everything else going on. 
they're setting up for World War III, and they started in Afghanistan. When they gave the Taliban $80 billion worth of military equipment, that was the beginning of World War III. They started it right there. That was it. Mark my words. That was the beginning. We're going to see the Taliban play a part in the next world war if it happens. And I think if we don't get rid of this admin and we don't get someone like Trump back in, we're headed there. And I guarantee you the Taliban's going to play a part of it. Ukraine and Russia are going to be a part of it. And Taiwan and China are going to be a part of it. Taiwan, Ukraine, and the Taliban, those are going to be the three major hotspots for this world war. And it all happened because of a fake election, because they rigged the election they stole the election and if you haven't seen 2000 mules go see it they they rigged the election and elections have consequences fake elections have consequences and i can't believe we're here right now crazy so whatever let's move on a bit uh i want to talk about dr oz for a second i don't know anything about him uh i know i don't really trust him trump is supporting him i like this from brian cates this is what brian cates said um, Dr. Oz rabbit hole so far. Pompeo, who I believe is Trump's right-hand man, just came out and suggested that Oz was a national security threat. What we know is that Oz was working for a child care company in the 90s called uh, USANA, which is closely connected to China. We have video footage of him saying he worked for the 301 hospital, which is literally controlled by the Chinese military. Strangely enough, 301 is a number for organ harvesting. Now get this, the 301 hospital is also connected somehow with Kim Jong-un's fake death, which he says was a stunt to sniff out traitors. Oz also has strong ties to the Turkish government via an airline. There's much more to the story than meets the eye, and it's unclear how it all fits together. Drop sauce in the comments if, okay, whatever. Um, breaking former Secretary of State, this was actually yesterday, is Mike Pompeo's holding a press conference this morning outlining the national security concerns of Dr. Oz's relations to the government of Turkey, including security clearance, working for state entities, and voting in Turkish elections. Um, so this is, uh, so let's talk, so this is Pompeo. So Pompeo referenced reports of Oz's reported work at the Chinese military hospital and for Turkish airlines, which is reportedly 49.12% owned by the Turkish government. Pompeo, as somebody who was involved with the clearance process for sensitive national security information, said that the types of situations being reported about Oz would raise concerns as to whether he would be privy to that information. He said that as a member of the Senate, Oz would get, get that information anyway. Oz, in an undated video posted on YouTube, said he first came to China in 1993 and actually operated at Fuwai Hospital and the Military 301 Hospital. I've had a long history of coming to this great country, he added. In the video, Oz indicated that he was at a USANA baby care facility in Beijing. Uh, the health services was a sponsorship partner of his daytime TV health and wellness show that had a subsidiary in China. The 301 hospital is described as a Chinese People's Liberation Army general hospital on the website of an affiliated hospital. According to the description, it was founded in 1953 and is an important healthcare base of the central government. It is a responsible of the military care of commissions, headquarters, and other units, officers, and soldiers in the diagnosis and the treatment of difficult diseases in various military regions, services, and arms. The hospital is also a medical school of the People's Liberation Army. It focuses on postgraduate education and is the only hospital running a school in the entire army. It said, on January 24th, 
2019, Oz tweeted a photo of himself with two relatives during a trip to Beijing, tweeting, Throwback Thursday to a trip I'll never forget, Beijing 1992, with my father-in-law, Gerald Lamole, and my brother-in-law, Michael Lamole, were all doctors and were here to operate. So it seems like, I don't know, you know, Trump supporting the guy, Mike Pompeo saying he's a national security threat. We have a lot of guys. I mean, Oz's numbers are upside down. So Trump's doing a rally for him later this evening. So I guess we'll see what comes out of that, um, see what Trump has to say. I think it's kind of strange that Trump would be supporting him. Trump's been on fire lately. And him supporting Oz, I don't know what that's about. I don't know what the end game is with him. If there is an end game, I don't know what they've talked about behind closed doors, you know. Um, but we're just gonna have to see. Now it's you know, Brian Kate's posted. Doctor Oz is a Muslim and it is an alumni of Harvard. Uh, Harvard University Muslim alum alumni equals Huma. Okay, so I guess he's quoting Q and he talks about Huma. So. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to see what Trump has to say. I mean, I don't live. Where is that at? Ohio. Um, I don't know if that's Ohio. If I'm wrong, forgive me. Um, but I don't live there, so I'm not voting in that anyways. Um, I'm in Texas, so it's not my election. But it's interesting to see why, why Trump is supporting him. So let's see what Trump has to say tonight about Dr. Oz. Let's see what Oz has to say, too. Um, and then we'll see where Mike Pompeo, because we know Mike Pompeo is still pretty close with Trump. It, apparently, he's his right-hand man. A lot of people have said that. Um, I've seen Brian Cates say that quite a bit. I've seen um, uh, the other guy that I follow, uh, you know, um, where is he at? Uh, Stu Peters has said that quite a bit. Uh, quite a few people. So it's rare to see Mike Pompeo and Trump not on the same page. So we'll just have to watch this. And see what's going to go on. I mean, November's a while away. Um, maybe Trump thinks he's the only one that can um, win. Maybe he has something on Oz and they cut a deal in the back room and said, this is what you're going to do. We're going to get you in the Senate, but this is what you're going to do. Um, I don't know. But we'll have to see. It's interesting for sure because, like I said, um, other Trump's other American First people on fire. Love them. He's winning. He won 22-0 uh, the other night in primaries. All-American first, all-win, kicking out the rhinos. I love it. So let's just see. Um, I'll have more on that, you know, after I watch tonight, um, tonight's rally. We'll have more. Um, so Trump's come out the last week really with a lot of, let's move on, uh, last week, week and a half, a lot of endorsements. So he's kind of knocking them out. Um, endorsement of Congresswoman Jackie Walrowski, Walrowski, okay, Greg Pence, uh, Mike Pence's brother. Um, that was an interesting one to see. Um, I've seen a lot of theories about Mike Pence, um, a lot of information, a lot of people calling him traitor for not um, overturning the election and sending the, elect the electorals back to the states. Um, which we know, know that he could have done, but he refused to. So a lot of people were calling him a traitor. I was probably in that camp at the beginning. After seeing everything going on with the country, I think he has a part to play in that. Um, I think he has a part to play in this. I think his refusal um, 
really set off the chain of events to wake people up because if we didn't see how bad America was, you know, I've already explained this. If we didn't see how bad America was, one, people wouldn't have been, uh, the mass amount of people that have been waking up would not have been woken up um, if Trump stayed in office. It just would have been continual witch hunt after witch hunt. The rhinos would have stayed in. I, so I think he had to lose the election to clean house um, because we need a clean four years. We didn't need another two years of rhinos and dims and witch hunts, right? What we needed was 2022 to clean house. So I thought that was interesting. And I think that's a nod towards, hey, there's a plan in place. Trust it. So Greg Pence, he endorsed him. He uh, endorsed Victoria, uh, Victoria Sparks. Uh, he endorsed Bob Lada, Larry Bushon, Mike Turner, David Yost, uh, Keith Faber, uh, Robert Sprague, um, so uh, Jim Bard. So he's been busy with endorsements, and we know he's been spending the last year and a half interviewing people at Mar-a-Lago for the endorsement. So it's good to see these endorsements finally come back. Um, so that's kind of what I got today. Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Taylor Green back on the ballot. Woo! Uh, everybody American first across the country right now being fought um, to stay on fighting to stay on the ballot. It looks like they're all winning. So that's good. Uh, they're they're coming for us. Just be just keep an eye out. The next few months are going to be intense. This is going to be a crazy summer. You thought 2020 was a summer of riots. 2022 is going to be the summer of riot slash insurrection. They are coming for us. Stay vigilant. Stay strapped right? Protect yourself, protect your family, you and your family lives come first, protect yourself, make sure you can protect yourself, get in a gun safety class, get in a gun class, period, a defensive class, do whatever you can to make sure you and your family are well equipped to protect yourselves, okay? So we're going to end with this, a quote from Trump, to get, this was a quote from his last rally, together with all the patriots here tonight, we saved our country once and we'll save our country again. That was President Donald J. Trump. Thank you, guys. And until next time, this has been Censored News.